Hello there, Living Force podcast listeners. Santa here, and when I'm out delivering toys to all the good little Padawans, I enjoy listening to my free Star Wars audiobook from Audible. And you can get a free book from Audible, too. Just go to utini.com slash audible and click free trial. Then you can take your pick from all the Star Wars selections Audible has to offer. And if you're on the nice list, you might find a shiny new lightsaber under the tree this year. Except for you, Randy. Not after what happened last year. Merry Christmas! Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall, the voice of Hera on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Living Force Podcast. Know the code. Welcome to the Living Force Podcast. I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe. A Utini production. I'm a simple man making his way through the galaxy. Like my father before me. Episode 89, Star Wars What If. Hello there. On this episode, end of the year Spotify rap stats. Always a pleasure to meet a Jedi. Patreon updates. The armor was given to my father, Django, by your forebear. And the Utini crew talks about the what if possibilities in the Star Wars universe. But fate sometimes steps in to rescue the wretched. And now, here are your hosts Dr. Corey Helton, Eric Eilerson, Dr. Charles Henkel, and Wes Jenkins. Utini! Hello, everybody! Welcome to the Living Force. That, that theme music still gets me hyped. I'm not even going to lie about it. Uh, <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me tonight, after weeks, of, of, of feeling empty, of feeling like I was missing something. We are whole once more. We have uh, both doctors. We have Dr. Corey Helton. Hey, buddy. What's up? What's up? Good to see you guys. Good to see you. I want to hear you in your, another week with that, that sexy mic. Mm, sexy mic. It looks good. I have it, I have it tilted. Look at that new angle. It's tilted now. Man, oh my this gosh. is like... The show's never going to be the same. <laughs> See, audio listeners, don't you miss out on so much without the video. Um, we also have Dr. Charles Hankel. Welcome back, buddy. Hello there. Thank you. I'm wondering why my mic doesn't look as good, because I'm pretty sure we have the same one. Uh, it's because Sliding. you look It's because you look better. It's, oh, it's just relative. It's just relative. Yeah, you're yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but speaking of prettiest, Wes Jenkins is here. Hey, Hello. Thank you, Eric. I've had Hello. this mic for years. <laughs> it's a red <laughs> snow cone and tastes good sometimes. <laughs> well, you look good. We're feeling good. And everyone in the chat, you know what? You're looking good. Hey. Yeah, you. Hi. Quick shout out to a couple people in there. We got Jared's hanging out with us. We got Heather. We got Meg. We got Cheryl. We got Eli. We got Spice Den. And I'm scrolling. We got John Dutch Vander. Hi, everybody. So happy to have you here. And if you're listening on Thursday or Friday, uh, I'm playing Cyberpunk. So that's my week uh, if you're listening there. <laughs> but thank you for tuning into the show. Uh, we have a lot of good Star Wars talk for you tonight. But I want to start out with some thank yous in this intro. I don't know if you all saw, but this past week, a lot of people were putting together their Spotify wrapped lists. I don't know if you all seen this, the... Uh, end of year, like, what artist did I listen to? What podcast did I listen to? Spotify makes, like, these cool little graphics for you. And a couple people had the Living Force on their lists. And that was just really cool to see. Yeah, um, that was neat. <clears throat> yeah. And I love yep. that. And we went in 
It took us five days to find our login for our Spotify, but we found it. <laughs> and um, we found our rap stats. So I wanted to go through a couple with y'all. Our listeners grew most in the United Kingdom. <clears throat> Shout out to everyone from across the pond. We grew by 999% in the UK. I'm not even kidding. That's a real stat. Why is it, why is it, 90, why is it 99%? Is that, how is that possible? I don't know. Math. It's math, math possible. <laughs> Quick math. You know. We went from one possible. one listener in the UK to nine listeners. 900% gain. Boom. <laughs> Absolutely. And the eight of you that joined, we love you. Cheerio. That's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> cheerio. Other fun stats. Uh, Do people actually the, say were... cheerio, by the way? Is that real? I don't know. I was trying to go past it to avoid the dumb joke I made, but you just okay. brought us right back around. I want to know. When we ask Trevor, does, he, does Trevor, do you, do you say Cheerio? We need to ask. I want to know. Trevor, or uh, if you listen to the most recent Star Wars Archives episode, uh, Trev, his preferred name to go by. We've known him for two years. Never said that to us. Um, oh. You learn something new every day. Wow. Uh, we, <laughs> according to Spotify <laughs> as well, um, we were listened to in 32 countries. Wow. Which is incredible. Doesn't even count the Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or anything like that. So That's right. love this that. Is just, this is just Spotify. Yep. Our follower yep. count increased by 231%. And we put out 3,552 minutes of Spotify content for this show, not counting any of the Patreon shows. Wow. Wait, how is so that? happy 2020. Is that, is that real? 3,000? All right, I want to do the math right now. How many right. hours is that? And then how 3, many days? 3,552 divided by... 51 episodes. 60 is 59 hours. So that make, kind of yeah. makes sense. That's awesome. Wow. So That's thank you all for being part of that. Uh, we love seeing those again. If you haven't put up your Spotify things yet, go to Spotify Wrapped. Tag us. We love it. Makes do you guys use, uh Do you guys use Spotify for... Any uh, podcasts? I've never have. I don't know why. Like, there's a lot of podcasts on there. It's honestly it'd probably be a little more convenient even than the uh, like Apple app. So I don't know. Uh, let's see. At the risk of alienating anyone that wants to listen anywhere, I listen to all of them, and they're all great. And you're all. Oh my right. god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I still I still hang around with Apple Podcasts at the moment, but I do too. I mean, considering a lot of podcasts are moving to Spotify, and then if you Man, if you listen to Spotify in any in any sense on the free version, you'll know that you'll eventually pay for it yes. to get away from all the ads. And once that's you pay right. for it, I'm sure you want to use it more. And then there there go all your podcasts. That's true. Yeah. But if you're on our Patreon, you get the RSS feed, and you can listen anywhere you want ad free. So that's right. That's, that's really right. how it works. So thank except you for, all for that. Except for our ads for ourselves and for me, you know. That's true. We <laughs> do have ads on our Patreon those. for those people. <laughs> Uh, a couple other sh- another shout out I want to give though, in addition to all of our Spotify listeners whom we love, our video team. Who, if you have been living under a rock, uh, we do have an awesome video team that's on the Utini YouTube channel. They've been putting out video after video. Just today, Nathan dropped a Dark Trooper history video that goes into the history of the Dark Troopers and Legends. I Freaking need that. awesome stuff. This week, they hit 500 subscribers on the YouTube channel. Yeah, they did. that's amazing. It's pretty good in six Dang. months. It's only been six months. Like, we launched the YouTube yeah. channel literally only six months ago. So it's, it's pretty good yeah. for an incredibly saturated market. Yeah. And That's I know that some good. people are, yeah, some people watch, <laughs> like, the, the Star Wars Weekly Roundup on YouTube, I know. Some people watch this very show on YouTube. So if you're watching on YouTube right now, thank you. And if you're not subscribed, hit subscribe, click the bell to get notifications so you know when we put up new content. Yeah, and if so, you're bored with your drinks that you've been snagging or from 
getting at the liquor store. You can the Cantina Comics teaches you how to get drunk n- newly every week. So every week, that's a good one. That's exactly they do. it. Exactly, do indeed. I, dude, I was gonna tell you, I like, uh, I like pulled up the Cantina Comics video in a different tab yesterday while I was doing all this routine work at the uh, uh, on my call last night between patients and. Um, I like binge watched all of them. They were great. I, like I, I, I was like two or three, two or three of the episodes behind. But I just like started over and just watched them all because they're so good. You you yeah. binge what? You binge what while watching? Cantina I uh, I, I binge <laughs> binge binge drink while at work at the hospital. There it is. This I'm is the video officer right here. This is it. <laughs> uh, but yes, if you love that intro voice on this podcast, and you've just listened to our audio for the last couple of years. One, we love you, thank you. But two, Matt and his amazing wife do that Cantina of Comics show all the time where you get a mixed drink and you get Star Wars comic news uh, over on the YouTube channel. So here's to the next 500 subscribers. Thank you, everybody, for, for hanging out there. Another little bit of intro business today. We got a lot of intro business because we're just having fun. Uh, this week, we welcome two new Utini team members, um, Kristen Sharkey. And Emily Debick, Debick, I didn't ask before I put them in the outline. Debick, terrible. What was it? Debick, Emily Debick. Debick, uh, Kristen yeah. and Emily. Uh, we brought them on to the team. Um, they will be doing various things that you all will see soon. Um, Kristen is going to be part of a new show that will be coming to your feeds in 2021. So stay tuned for information about that. And Corey, you and Emily go back a ways. We do go back a ways. Uh, uh, Emily and her husband Mike were some of our good friends. lived across the hall from us when I was in medical school, and uh, they were actually like they were the the only people that I ever conned into helping us pack all those books into boxes back when we were still shipping books. Like they would Incredible. come over, we'd order a pizza and drink some beer and um, all this kind of stuff. And uh, no, we. Uh, Basically, kept telling him, listen, you got to read a Star Wars book. You got to read a Star Wars book. And Emily said she finally caved. And I, I gave her a copy of Lost Stars. And uh, she's been kind of hooked ever since. So um, uh, we've, we've been going back and forth about Star Wars for like, uh, I guess, about a year and a half now. And she she asked me last week if we, if we, if we needed any help with stuff. And we definitely do. So that's really cool. Welcome to the team, Emily. Super happy to have you. I think you deserve to be here. And uh, we'll see where, where it goes. And it goes for everybody listening. You know, if you have uh, skills and talents and you want to volunteer to do some extra cool stuff with us, then shoot me an email it's cory at utini.com that's how we launched this team in the first place eric you were the first person to email me all that time ago it feels like oh. a lifetime ago now by the way seriously dude, dude. <laughs> that's I, I, that's like three apartments ago for me like legit, <laughs> wow <I think>. crazy. <laughs> three apartments four microphones um two cats yeah but but we love this and, team the team is growing and uh stay tuned for all their new input you know, um, and since since we're talking about the old days too, I, I wanted to bring this up to you guys and Wes, you specifically. The other day when we were trying to get together for a bounty hunt, I guess that was like two weeks ago or something, and uh, we couldn't get a hold of uh, hold of you in Slack. Um, I pulled up, I found your phone number from your resume and stuff that you sent me ages ago. So I found the original email you sent me, like all that time ago. I, I like reread. I'm like, man, this is so weird rereading all this stuff after we worked together for all this time because it's like it's so professional. And I'm like, yeah, you're nothing, you're, you're nothing like that in real life. <laughs> Because <laughs> all that shit's a lie. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, if only you knew back then what we knew now. It really made me happy. It really made me happy. I love that. And a quick plug if you want to uh, see a bunch of team members uh, from both the old days and the new days, uh, at the end of this month, the 28th, the Utini Christmas party, we're going to have a bunch of team members on the live show. So. Plug for that. It's going to be a rollicking good time, and the force only knows what will happen. 
<laughs> Speaking of crazy things that oh, happen man. at holiday parties, though, Patreon update. If you missed us, our announcement recently, we had a Patreon goal where Corey has to read his fabled favorite hated book, I Jedi. And that is going to be happening Friday, January 8th, 2021. So just a reminder <laughs> that that is upcoming. And the reason I wanted to bring this up specifically on this show is because we we had a great week in Patreon this week, just straight up. We got a lot of people um, that signed up for new pledges. We got people that did annual memberships, which we'll talk about in a second. But, guys, we're working on the logistics for our, our, our Patreon goal right right now. That's what I Jedi was. That hasn't happened yet. And we are already less than $20 a month away from our next Patreon goal. Um, crazy. <laughs> which is... It, it, it defies description and thanks. Like, to be completely honest, we, we love making content for you all. And the fact that we kind of can't keep up with how generous our patrons are is astonishing to me. Yeah. But we'll try. So uh, if you are thinking in 2021, I'm going to join Patreon uh, and you want to be part of the next batch, less than $20 a month away from the goal, it will be a Phantom Menace film commentary. Now, that is going to be something that we will probably do live. We'll do a live watch of the movie and do active commentary, but we'll also record it in an audio format and, and give it to our patrons so you can essentially, whenever you want, watch the movie, load us load us up at the same time, and just kind of watch it with us virtually anytime you want. So that is uh, – that's next. I remember when I that have, was a pipe dream. <laughs> we have a – we've never done a film commentary before. No, no, um, we have not. I have no idea what that will be like. Uh, I can't imagine it will be (laughs) emotional and explosive and violent. (laughs) Wow, really, really hyping it up. Oh man, I'm just I'm imagining that there will probably be alcohol involved, which means that it will be uh, be pretty intense. So I'm excited. Us commenting on like the first three scenes and then just going off on a wild tangent for the next hour and a half. (laughs) All right, all right. I got to pause. I got to pause. Everybody pause with me. Everybody pause the movie with me. I'm sorry. I know you're supposed to be able to watch it at the same time, but we have to discuss this thing. This random Oh, my thing. God. What a nightmare. What a nightmare. Why is Greedo in the film? Someone tell me. Why? Well, hey, if you want, if you like that little sneak peek, utini.com slash Patreon, patreon.com slash utini. And a shout out now to a couple people that became annual patrons. If you don't know about this, if you sign up for our Patreon by December 31st of this year and commit to 12 months of Patreon, which is a lot, we acknowledge that, you get 12 months of Patreon membership for the price of 10. So whatever whatever level you choose, you get two free months. And we want to shout out Amy Fogel, The Spice Den, Elizabeth Cloutier, Carl Sander, and Ashley, or Kylo 10, for taking advantage of that this week and becoming annual patrons to the Utini and the Living Force. It really helps us, honestly, plan our content for the next year because we know that we have certain resources we can allocate to things 12 months ahead. So thank you all so much. And if you want to do that at the time of recording, you got a couple uh, you got a couple weeks left to do that and maybe get some Phantom Menace in your life coming up in the spring. Sure. All right. Also, uh, also want to point out that, that Carl is a team member and also became an annual patron. So, you know, the rest of you teammates, uh, feel free to give us money. That'd, that'd be great. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I would like for you to both work for us and give us money. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, the best possible uh, economic and, and healthy work structure. Uh, we're all right. fine here. How are you? That's right, right. 
<laughs> Carl, once and, again, proving he's the best team member. That's all I got to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Carl is the only team member that has bought multiple other team members a beer. That's right. In real life. He has. That's true. I just wanted to say that Carl came and saw my shows two years ago when I was in plays on his island, and he bought all the drinks that we had on and we went island. out on ass. He's like that. He's like that. That the guy in uh, in Braveheart. He's like, this is my island. That's exactly it. <laughs> That's what he's he got is. the beard to prove it. If you've seen Carl, <laughs> exactly, recently. exactly. Uh, now we have our uh, recurring segment that I'm actually really enjoying lately. Not that I don't enjoy the rest of the show, but this is our Star Wars <laughs> Weekly Roundup. We're going to go through the weekly book news that we had from Star Wars. No book review this week, no reference books. Uh, others are coming on their way. I've been emailing uh, a couple of publishers this week, so stay tuned for that. But we just got some news this week. First of all, Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule is perhaps the most anticipated book of the year, starting out The High Republic. And it was announced this week that Out of Print, the company that produced the Thrawn Ascendancy Chaos Rising special edition and other cool book-related things, will be putting out an exclusive edition of Light of the Jedi with an amazing cover by Yama Yurabev. Uh Corey, I believe we have the image, if you want to throw that up here, of the new Light of the Jedi cover. Um, this is the same artist... Oh my god, that's so it's incredible. Uh, it's the same yeah, artist nuts, that drew the dude. Yeah, that drew wow. the Master and Apprentice uh con exclusive cover. If anyone has that, but just Which is like my favorite one ever. Is. Yeah. Yes, that Master and Apprentice one. Oh yeah, that's my favorite one I have too. I'm I'm not usually huge about trying to collect the um like special ones like but the master apprentice one looks fantastic this one looks really fantastic too and uh, this is just what the image looks like which is really rad but doesn't isn't it gonna have like something on the hard covers or something too i think i don't know i feel like i saw that maybe i'm wrong i think it's just this particular uh dust jacket that dust has jacket. literally if you're listening to the audio right now and you haven't seen this cover it is the jedi and the nile riding towards each other on like space horses with lightsabers like they're knights of the round table it oh is my God. truly epic <laughs> And then the uh, doggo sick. running in, acting like he's gonna make a big difference, just like just like Coda would do. Dude, look at the yeah, teeth absolutely. on that thing, though, man. That oh yeah, it does. Very scary. Uh, but also the the chat is 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 lighting up to let me know that you do not only get this book cover if you order from out of print, you also get High Republic socks. I kid you not. <laughs> yep. There are socks with the Jedi logo, and they say we are all the Republic. That's fantastic. Yeah, talk about the Thigh Republic, you know what I'm saying? But oh, in all seriousness, yeah, buddy. In all seriousness, <laughs> we need to recreate this cover with us in there and then just Morden charging in. That's right. <laughs> that I agree 100%. Incredible. Uh, also, a quick side note on this cover, you also get a lapel pin with the Jedi thing. So for our pin collectors, um, when they did this Master and Apprentice cover, which I will hold up now, uh, this guy from Celebration last year, um, again, double-sided, just like Light of the Jedi will be. Uh, it came with a Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan pin, which is really awesome. This one comes with a Jedi pin. So that will be released on January 5th. Again, we don't get any money from this. We don't have an affiliate link for the out-of-print site. But uh, we just think it's rad. And it will be every copy will be signed by Charles Soule, and they have said there will be multiple thousands of copies. So it won't be as exclusive as the Thrawn cover, but um, maybe, maybe set a reminder for yourself on January 5th if you want to pick that up. Another cool thing we got this week, uh, we knew that Kevin Scott was writing the second adult novel in the High Republic. That got announced a little while ago. But this week, we got the title and the cover image. Corey, if you want to throw that up here. This summer, we get The Rising Storm, 
which will be the second adult novel in the High Republic by Kevin Scott. It's July 6th, 2021. So a much smaller window to wait uh, than we had originally thought, honestly, probably because of the COVID stuff. And from the press release, I wanted to read something to you guys about it. Although not a direct sequel, Scott says his story will add to the events in Soul's novel, the first in a series of books and comics for the High Republic. Quote, The Rising Storm sees the Nile taking their reign of terror to the next level, building uh, building on their appearances in Light of the Jedi and beyond, Scott says. Standing in their way this time are newly elevated Jedi Council member Stellan Geos, along with Padawan Bel Zetifer and an intriguing new character, the Saber for Hire, Ty Yorick, who I've had a blast creating, which is the Jedi, if you're looking at the video, on the left. She's got a purple lightsaber. She is a, quote, force-wielding monster hunter. Um, what? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, so I was excited to reveal that to you. That is what he described her as. She's not a Jedi. She's a saber for hire mercenary mount- monster hunter that uses the force. That is amazing. <laughs> That's like the coolest thing I think I've ever heard. I want that right now. Uh, yeah. And Kevin is, uh, I don't know, one of the best people in the Star Wars world. Just period. Really that cool we guy. All agree on. Really cool guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, what's uh, what's the date for that one? July of next July year? July 6th. July 6th. All right. Sweet. Yep. Okay. So we got plenty of time to uh, also read Kevin's comic, The Higher Public, number one, which comes out in January. And that'll be monthly. And then make sure to pick that up. Pre-order links are on utini.com right now. Finally, one of the announcements that we uh, talked about last week and want to really get specific about this week is this bad boy right here. Thrawn Ascendancy, Chaos Rising, the collector's edition from out of print, uh, which I have held in my hands and uh, am slowly realizing I'm going to have to give away. And that's very sad to me now because this thing is rad as hell. Um, (laughs) But we mentioned we are giving it away to a lucky listener and or viewer. So starting today, there are tweets going up at the Utini Twitter account at Utini underscore US. There will be two tweets a week for the next three weeks. So six total tweets, right? Follow me on this. Every tweet, you get three chances to enter to win this book. If you like, you get an entry. Retweet, entry, and a reply, you get an entry. All these details are in the tweet themselves. And, very importantly, you must be following our Twitter account for your entries to count. Um, As of now, we already have, I think, a couple hundred responses to the first tweet. So it's going to be very competitive frankly, to get this book as it should be. This thing is gorgeous. It's sold out. Only 750 were made total. Um, that, it's, it's really cool. So uh, if you want to win this, head over to our Twitter account, us. go to Discord, all the information's where you need. May the force be with you, and I can't wait to ship this to one of you to say thank you for listening. And, uh, Corey, I'm going to put you on the spot. This probably means we're going to do more giveaways in the future for special editions, right? I mean, this seems to be going pretty well. I mean, I've been saying for a while, I got like 10 copies of iJedi that a bunch of a-holes sent to me in the mail, so (laughs) I'm happy to to give those away. (laughs) Well, keep your eyes eyes open, everyone, because, um, you know, if you want Thrawn and Ascendancy Cast Rising, there's that. But if you really want to elevate your game, get a used paperback copy of iJedi. Oh, hey, a quick shout-out in the chat. Uh, a really cool thing that I just saw here. Uh, Darth Plagueis the Wise, the singular, is, is in the chat right now, and says, quote, I found the Utini website yesterday, and it changed my life. Nice. Right. Thank you. Cool, Thanks, man. Oh, that's so cool. We're so, welcome. 
welcome to the crew. We're glad we can help out. Hope to hang out with you here. Although right under that, Jared says a heinous thing. Take it out of the plastic live on the show. What are oh. you, mad? Why would I do that? <laughs> it will be in the plastic when it gets to you. Uh, we promise. Because uh, I, I don't know how people collect. You know, some people take things out of the plastic to read. Some people may put it on the shelf never to touch. Whatever you want to do uh, with your giveaway winnings, it is completely <clears throat> up to you. And as always, a reminder that if you want, not Thrawn Ascendancy, but any of the higher public books especially, head over to utini.com, our new releases page, where Frank is arduously hard at work keeping that up to date uh, to make sure you get all your pre-order links you need. And if you click on those and the Amazon links, the thrift book links, whatever they are, Utini gets a couple cents and helps us keep bringing you really freaking cool content. So, a little behind the scenes on how the Living Force gets made before we do this game. Uh, I'm going to show you how the sausage is made, and you may not like what you see. <laughs> we try to plan out a lot of stuff in advance. A lot of times our shows are, are planned out for a while. Uh, for instance, the rest of December is going to be our From a Certain Point of View Empire Strikes Back episode next week, followed by the Utini, it's our award show, followed by the Christmas party. That's great. That's grand. Every once in a while, we'll finish a Monday show, we'll be riding high, have a good aftermath, Tuesday will go by, it'll be a nice, easy day, and then Wednesday, we'll go into Slack and be like, huh, we're going to have a show for Monday. Interesting. <laughs> so, what I did is I reached out to these, these losers here, and I was like, hey guys, Monday, what, what, what do we want to do? It's, it's, it's the end of a year, um, let's have a nice, relaxing, easy show. And Charles, shout out, uh, came up with three ideas instantaneously, uh, which were great. Two of them I'm not going to tell you because we'll totally do them at some point. But uh, the third one was a, was a what-if show. It was just a, a fun little game where we can say, hey, what if this happened in Star Wars? And just kind of riff because, believe it or not, everyone, we are friends outside of this show. Uh, that is... Allegedly. We are not that good of acting. Well... Three of us are friends outside of this show. Um, and uh, sometimes we just want to rap with our friends about Star Wars. You know, Three of so, us. Three of three us. Of us. <laughs> One of us is the imposter. And, uh, I see. Someone's looking pretty sus, as the kids say. Dab. Um, <laughs> so what I've done, I've come up with a couple what-if scenarios uh, for you guys. And I just want to go around Robin style and ask you guys a couple questions. So th the parameters for this game are as follows. One, if this happened, would it be good for the Star Wars universe? We're talking the morality of the galaxy, right? Would the galaxy be a better place? Two, would this be better for Star Wars, the brand? Would it make the movies better? Or would it make opportunities for books? Things like that. Because I truly believe these are the things that the people that create Star Wars have to consider whenever they make a new thing. So we are the story group is what I'm saying. We are that important uh, we're ascending to that level. Does this sound does this sound fun to you guys? Nope. Yes. <laughs> All right, great. So uh, this is the Living Force. Uh, welcome, like directed by George Lucas. Yeah, <laughs> I hope they're listening. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna start at the top, uh, and also if you're in the chat, I want to hear your opinions on this stuff too, because uh, if you guys haven't been in our Discord. This is kind of what the Discord is. It's a lot of people throwing out their Star Wars opinions and just chatting up all the conversations you wanted to have around the lunch table, but you couldn't because you were a nerd. No one liked you, <laughs> and you had your sandwiches. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna know a lot of the answers. Eric, so I'm snap out of it. Snap out of it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. All right. So, 
The first question is something that a lot of Star Wars fans talk about a lot. Is is one of the hypotheticals that hasn't been unproven. Guys, what if Mace Windu survived the fall from Palpatine's office? <laughs> Number one, is this oh, better man. for the galaxy at large? What do you think? Oh, man, the galaxy. Okay, we're talking we're talking like canon the canon timeline, right? Yeah, is it, the canon timeline uh-huh. is it, is the galaxy a better place if Mace Windu is alive? Dude, Mace Windu's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get around that that like in the last season of Clone Wars, man, he was such a tool bag. Holy crap. Like I've always disliked Mace Windu as a character. I mean, Samuel Jackson is is a king, all right? But Absolutely. Bow like, down. Mace Windu, the worst. I want him to stay dead so hard. <laughs> All right, fair. Uh, uh, oh, God, in the chat already. Spice Den, please no. Emma, His... how about no? <laughs> <laughs> He's been demoted to citizen. <laughs> here's, the, here's the deal. Mace Windu, like, I, I will make an argument, survived. Okay, but no one wanted okay. him to. That's the problem yes. here. The argument, number like, point number one, no one ever dies in Star Wars. Well, and right. also look at look at what happened to him. He had his hand cut off. Multiple people have had that happen. They're fine. He fell out a window. People did that on purpose all throughout Star Wars. They're fine. Uh, three, he <laughs> yep. got hit with like less force lightning than anyone in the history of the films. He's uh, yeah. fine. Okay, he survived. <laughs> Let's be very clear about that. There's no reason those three things in conjunction would kill him if Anakin is still alive. Okay, sure. But okay. no one wanted him to because you're right. Is it a good thing for the universe for morality? Maybe if he changed his ways. But if if Mace is going to be Mace, then we might be at critical mass for assholes in, in Star Wars. <laughs> All right, yes. so now now I have to stop all three of you. Let's go. Mace- I, I, well, I, I have said nothing. I have said nothing. But stop me. I no, know no. what you're thinking, and I need to I need to stop all you know all thirteen of you in the chat as well. All right, all right go ahead, all, Astros fan. Tell us about morality. <laughs> that was a technicality, and everybody just upset that we came up with a better idea than everybody else, and y'all have done the same thing too. Now talking about Star Wars, Mace Windu. As a swordsman, if you will, mm-hmm. is incredible. And <laughs> incredible. Yeah. And if he, uh, if he could Vapod, express... right? Isn't that it? Vapod? If, That's his Vapod. Yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> if he could express his inner F word, he would definitely do it. Yeah. But he came in and he... Now, it's debatable to say whether he was fighting uh, Palpatine and Palpatine let him win. Or if just to... Mm-hmm. Kind of sway Anakin to, to help bait them, Anakin, or sure. or if Mace actually bested Palpatine and was probably one of the, if not the strongest Jedi swordsmiths that uh, there ever Sword, was. Swordsmiths. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not done. I'm not done. And then, you continue, you continue. I didn't think you were. Now, if you say he's still alive, he would be an asset to the Jedi, would he not? Yeah. Oh, he'd be an ass something, that's for sure. <laughs> ass hat? Is that what you said? No, yes, he's certainly no, one of those. Now, for the company as a whole, no. It would be a terrible idea to bring back Mace Windu because, as you can tell, everybody hates him, and I don't. 
I do get it. I definitely get why. Wait well, a second. Bad for the brand? I don't well, know wait, about wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. Well, well, we, we, we haven't touched the brand yet. I gotta get my. I gotta speak my truth. I gotta you speak okay, my okay. truth. You damn question, Eric. This is your fault. I know. No, this is what I want. I'm living for this. This is this is the chaos I imagined. Swordsmith. Um, but I think I I would say for the, for the universe. I'm gonna go to the chat here a couple times, and. Uh, and, and, and acknowledge some things. Um, so, Warren in 90 says, He may have survived the fall, but it would be hard to survive the lower levels of Coruscant without hands. Which is true. <laughs> He's got one. He's got one. Oh Does he have God. one? Yeah, oh, yeah he was, right. he was reaching right. back with you're his right, right hand very yep, exaggeratedly. Yep, you're right. You're thinking of Duke. And then it got so soisted uh, right off of there. I do think for the universe, it would be... It's hard to argue that it would be bad for one of the most powerful Force users of the light side on the Jedi Council. Like, him being alive has to be a good thing for the for the universe, just kind of as a whole, I think. Um, someone that remembers that Palpatine was evil, someone that maybe could help people in the lower levels of Coruscant. Like, that'd be cool if he's just, like, you know, has a repair shop or something. Like, he's just <laughs> hanging out in the lower levels. would have a repair shop. A repair I don't shop. Know. What is Mace teaches... doing if he did survive the fall? That's the question. <laughs> he's teaching oh, no, judo. He, he, and, opens, uh... <laughs> he opens windows, windows. Like, clearly just... <laughs> he's making all this. But, okay, so, but let's address, Wes, what you were starting to get to. For the brand itself, like, this could absolutely <laughs> potentially lead to, like, a limited comic series about what Mace was up to. He could pop up in any of the other shows is that good or does that whatever he's in does it take away from the impact of revenge of the sith as a property does it take away from anakin's power and palpatine's power if mace has been alive this whole time i'm i'm like afraid to have opinions about stuff like this right now because like whenever i'm like no please don't bring this person back they always do and it's supremely disappointing so i'm just like except uh, for this one time that they did no spoilers recently worked out pretty well yeah i think here's the weird thing after saying nobody wants him back i want him back i do i I, I want him back i wouldn't be mad if he popped up in in other brands or or other kind of shows and and other forms of media other brands well he's in marvel so you know yeah i want i want mace windu uh in everything we need a little bit more mace no oh my god spice den somehow mace has returned <laughs> the dead speak, mother. <laughs> oh my god! And Emma no. says, if May survived, he became an inquisitor hunting down Jedi and demoting them to citizens. Oh, god. <laughs> oh my god! I don't think it's ever it bad for me. your brand to bring back Sam Jackson. I don't. That's fair from a business standpoint. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Uh, when they had him at a celebration last year, that was that was pretty rad. Yeah, and he's in that Capital One commercial, so it proves he will do anything for a check. So, <laughs> of course. Uh, All right. What's let's in your uh... wallet? <laughs> <laughs> so let's keep, let's take a big player right left here. Alive. <laughs> let, let's take a let, – let's, let's do another potentially controversial death. What if – and this is just – again, we're starting from the universe. <laughs> Qui-Gon trains Anakin. Mm. Qui Gon trains Anakin. There's not a there's not a saga anymore because he's just a normal Jedi. A nor- you think he's normal? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think he grows you know. his hair out longer. But other than that, yeah, yeah, normal saga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. I think it would have just. I think it would probably be more of the status quo. I think that. Um, I think that 
that Qui-Gon probably would have trained Anakin like to be a little more I think he would have encouraged Anakin's open-mindedness a little bit more in a way that maybe he wouldn't have struggled so much with the turmoil of of maybe mm-hmm. he's making the wrong decisions about everything. Whereas Obi-Wan was such an incredible mentor, like, you know, he's the Jesus Christ of Star Wars, right? Yeah, I, for a second, I, thought, I saw you say, and Obi-Wan was, and Charles's video was like, what? He was what? <laughs> say it. <laughs> <laughs> he was too good of a role model for Anakin, so he yeah. it, it crushed him. The guilt of not being like what he felt like he was supposed to be was was too strong. Whereas Qui Gon was a little more, he wasn't he, a little little less by the book, right? Yeah, because I I actually always thought that if if Qui Gon had survived and he had trained Anakin, I think that Qui Gon would have actually maybe left the order with Anakin. When the Clone Wars started, because I think they still would have started anyway. I think Qui Gon would have been like, "This is not the <clears throat> Jedi. You're all, you know, you you tried to forbid me from training Anakin. Now you're trying to make everyone soldiers." I think Qui Gon might have left. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I I I agree with that. Yeah. Not I think so much them sense. turning to the dark side. Yeah. Just they would just leave the order. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Qui Gon had he was in the order all that time and was pretty anti a lot of the stuff the Jedi were doing. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. It would have left or not. If Qui-Gon survived, Anakin would have met none other than Rail Avaros. Okay. Let's oh, just yeah, buddy. Let's yeah, bring him into would've. the picture because marriage would have been the 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 least of Anakin's worries if he was friends with Rail Avaros. Oh my god, that would have been great. I could imagine Rail would like see Padme and be like, Hey, she's party. And Anakin's like, I mean, I don't know, I don't know. Like she's I've been around as a kid, like whatever. He's like, <laughs> She's pretty. She likes you. <laughs> uh, listen to the audiobook for Master and Apprentice, by the way, if you're really <laughs> confused right now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think it would have been an interesting kind of, you know, what gets avoided? Does Darth Vader totally not get created? And then does Palpatine try to, like, find Maul again and raise him up as a better apprentice? Well, what like, happened to Maul if Qui-Gon survived, though? Does that mean Qui-Gon I mean, won that fight? He already fight? got cut in half. I feel like he can't... But, but, who, but that was before, right? So Obi-Wan wouldn't have had that one-on-one fight with him if Qui-Gon survived. Right. Cuts him in fourths. In- <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right Qui-Gon the goes vertical. And then right <laughs> <laughs> Come back from that. <laughs> oh, my God. Just a core All right. body. All right, so I think so- we've answered, is it a good idea for content? No. <laughs> yeah, because there's no mall in Clone Wars because he's in fourths, and you can only be a spider robot if you're cut in half. That's the Ro- rules of Star Wars. Robot. Robot. <laughs> I love that. Uh, that's what calls him Futurama. It's so good. Let's keep the death train going. What if something that we, we were pretty sure happened up until, I don't know, less than a year ago happened. Um, Palpatine actually died in the second Death Star. Like, what do you mean, no what end. if? That was the case for, like, 30 yeah. years. I know. I know, but I'm saying <laughs> as, of, as of now. Like, knowing, knowing now, as how, of now how it ended. The- it wouldn't have been so bad. That's what this. <laughs> yeah, this question is basically: What is your opinion oh, no. on the rise of Skywalker? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Oh, no. So I, that's the content question. I'm talking about the galaxy now. I'm talking about if the first order Palpatine maybe didn't bad. Have Palpatine bad. That's my answer. Palpatine bad. If he's around, it is worse for the galaxy. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. All right. That's fair. That's fair. And I think that also the idea of like if he didn't. If he wasn't manipulating Snoke, then does Ben Solo actually turn to the dark side? Okay, okay, yeah, all right, right. exactly. 
All right. Yeah. So so putting putting aside putting aside my opinion that I, I'm not crazy about Palpatine being back for the Rise yeah, of Skywalker. Sure. All right, it's fine. Right. For, forget about that. Uh, uh, besides, we already decided we're coming to terms with this. Right? We got to come to terms yeah. with it. Come to terms with it. I'm happy. I'm so I'm happy. Fine. Damn it. It's fine. Uh, uh, if I, I much prefer the story that like Snoke was his own dude, man. Like he was doing some cool stuff. Like that's that's what the, I think that's the difference, right? I think the mm-hmm. I think the last the last two films look very very different in the sequel trilogy if Palpatine had not survived, right? Like yeah. and, and I, I they they certainly could have spun it that way too. Like maybe kind of like it was in in some of the legend stuff with like Palpatine, like you know the uh, with the. Uh, uh, the the messengers and like his yeah. his stuff being done even though he's already he's dead and stuff like that stuff is pretty cool. I think yeah. though that I'm the one here who is I think the least bothered by some of the story points in in the Rise of Skywalker. Go listen to our three hour roundtable to to confirm <laughs> what I'm saying. But but I will say that Palpatine. I almost feel like he gets in his own way. Okay, he takes things too far. All right. He's already got <laughs> let's just take one example. He's already got Vader as his apprentice, okay? Mm-hmm. He's already like tricked him into kind of semi-murdering his wife, okay? And then he's like, "Oh, hey, your son's here. <laughs> Kill gotcha. him too. Kill him too." And Vader's like, "Whoa, dude. Like, get, hold on." He's like that friend who who invites you out, you know, for beers, and then before you know it, you're just like, "What is happening? This guy's out of his mind." That's Palpatine, but on a galactic scale. <laughs> Vader. Okay. If and you don't same, do it in this next shot, you're a little bitch boy. <laughs> like that's Palpatine. Exactly. I mean, it was the same thing in the Rise of Skywalker. He's like in this weird harness. He's like, yeah, like strike me down, and you're like, whoa, hold, hold on, what? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, no. I mean, if, if you want to be in a harness and say strike me down, like, that's your own business. But like, I agree, that was a lot. <laughs> That was pretty far. <laughs> oh, oh God. Put the graphic content and label on this one. We're not on YouTube <laughs> anymore. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think Palpatine, you're, you're right. I mean, you're right, Charles. He he pushes pretty far. Um, and, I, and I think without him pulling the strings, maybe, like, having <clears throat> someone else with that kind of raw dark side power seems to be decently rare. So I think there's a possibility that, Maybe the first order doesn't have as much backing like that. We don't get that final Sith fleet from Exegol. Maybe mm-hmm. Ben Solo stays light, and then Ray and him get that kind of like a light side dyad, which is maybe interesting. Um, I think that could be kind of cool. So for content wise, I think it, you get more light side Jedi content, which is kind of cool. And galaxy wise, though, I don't know. Maybe you always need that super dark to balance. You know, um, Vic's corner in the chat just said. Does Ben Solo's story change if Palpatine does not come back? Hmm. And I think, yeah, I think it has to. I think that once we yeah. found out he's been the voice in his head in the Rise of Kylo Ren comic as well as the films, um, he probably has a stronger sense of personal will. Yeah, that's true. But Ray is still a Palpatine? Question number four. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Come on now, yeah, that's true. That doesn't validate the entire question. Um, Ray, uh, there, there was question. no father. <laughs> next. Uh, so number four. Uh, this is one that it, we kind of almost get a hint at in, this, especially last season of Clone Wars. Um, what if Anakin and Padme tell Obi Wan about their marriage? What if they're open with it from the start? Oh, man, that's a good question. I like this one. Oh, that's a really good question. I love you guys. Hold on, this, this calls for a second white claw. <laughs> All right, let's do it. 
I love it when you open drinks in your microphone, Eric. It really gets me going. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know. So, yeah. Same stuff That's happened. That's a fantastic question. Okay. They're open okay. with it. Okay. All right. So, they're open with it. In the in the, uh, the Revenge of the Sith novelization, there's a lot of really good commentary on this because Obi-Wan and Padme have, like, this whole huge conversation. It's not even just implied. Like, it's like Obi-Wan tells her to her face that he's known this whole time. Like, that yeah. happens in the book, right? Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, and we get a little bit of that with, like, Anakin as the father, isn't he? Like, it, yes. even in the film, like, mm -hmm. it, the hints are, are definitely there. You're right. Yeah, yeah, definitely there. Um, but the, 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 the question is, does it, does it change things? I mm -hmm. think that Obi-Wan would try to, like, make Anakin walk away from Padme. Ooh. And because Ooh. he... I don't think Obi-Wan is capable of... of like turning away from the order, he, I think he's too. He's too. He, Obi Wan is a man of conviction. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, especially like post the teen. Like he has that. Like if you would have asked, I would have walked away. But she didn't. And you think? That, yes. That kind of closed the door on that possibility. If if nothing else, I think it. I think it may. I think it may have. It may change. I don't know if it would keep Anakin from turning to the dark side. Even honestly. Like mm. because like I think that Obi Wan would sit on the council and still throw him off, throw him off the out of the Jedi Order. I think he would. I think Obi Wan would vote to cast Anakin out of the Jedi Order. I think he would. All right, so, Charles. I got. I got. I got to know Resident Obi Wan, number one <laughs> man. This is your. This is your son and stars. I. I think I. I think I largely agree with Corey, and I was kind of coming to the same conclusion. It, it's difficult though, and I think the. What I have to fall back on is. Even though Obi-Wan knew that Anakin had essentially uh, fallen to the dark side by the time they face off on Mustafar. Spoiler alert. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> <damn it. laughs> he, he showed then and there that he really was choosing the Jedi Order over Anakin. Even though it, it was a version of Anakin that he felt was... Uh, he was alienated from, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, he mm -hmm. chose right. to go and strike down his best friend, his brother, essentially, because it's what the order needed to happen to maintain what balance in the force or, or whatever it is, right? So mm -hmm. that was his choice. I think, though, could he ha have avoided all of that in the first place? Might he have tried to get Anakin to walk away from the order, et cetera, kind of like you're mentioning? Maybe so, maybe so, because he certainly loves Anakin, and he and he certainly seems to know what's going on, uh, to some degree, I don't know though. This one, this one is so tough because I do you think. think uh, do you think Anakin maybe could have convinced Obi Wan to leave the order with him? No. Is there any chance? No. Could Anakin nah. have reason with Obi Wan to like to? Because Obi Wan like definitely recognized a lot of the problems like that were in the Jedi. Yeah, I, I think uh, actually before I go, Wes, I want to hear you. I cut you off for Charles. Uh, I have an idea on that, but Wes, I want to hear what you think. <laughs> okay, so I was, I was wondering after hearing. Corey and Charles, um, who eventually, like, how does um, Anakin tell the Order? Does he tell the Jedi Council as a whole? Does he tell Obi-Wan in confidence? And then oh. hopefully oh. Obi-Wan doesn't say anything? Or does... Oh, shit. Who, who a good goes, question. Who goes yeah. and tattles pretty much on, on Anakin? For the purposes of this question, I'm basically thinking that, like, once Padme... At some point, you know, Padme's always saying, like, tell... And she says, tell Obi-Wan. Right? Yes, he let's, let's go to Obi-Wan. He could help us. Yes, so they do that. Anakin takes that advice. 
And yeah. he does. He goes to him as a friend and says, like, hey, I know that you've basically he says, I know you've known this. It is that I love the order, but I love her and I won't mm-hmm. choose. And I think that so that that's that's essentially what happens. OK. Padme is carrying my child. <laughs> it can be before that. We don't have to bring the child into it yet if it makes it a more interesting question. Because I think that's also that, – that might make him lean a little more. But, like, it's just a marriage right now, which is – that's a weird phrase. But you know what I mean? <laughs> they, confide, they confide in Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan yes. tells the council, and it's Obi-Wan who has to tell him, listen, you're disbanded from the Order. You have to leave because he's probably the only one – that would listen to him without getting a lightsaber to the gut, right? Because they are just like y'all. Like I mean, they're like brothers. So. Mm-hmm. I see. For me, I I love this idea because to me, I see so this is where the content stuff plays out, mate. Because I think this is like this is amazing content and scene work if this happens. So I think there's an there's a possibility of Obi Wan going to the council because this is during Clone Wars still. Like there's right. an act about Anakin. You cannot doubt he is the best fighter he's the best general you got right yeah. he's the biggest asset the jedi have at this point other than um, especially sure um but especially Corey, as you said like with the revenge of the sith novelization if you read that book anakin and obi-wan are the peak right mm-hmm. so i think there's a definitely a possibility where obi-wan brings us to the council and says you can't expel the greatest warrior we have maybe we're wrong i think that obi-wan maybe starts to work on them a little bit to be like, uh, you know, can we accept this? Maybe we've been too strict, and maybe the Jedi start to build themselves out of this hole that they're in. <laughs> maybe. Um, no, I don't, I don't think, think so. that's a lot of that... inertia, though, behind the. Oh yeah, too much. I don't think <laughs> one inertia. person. I don't think one person changes that. But that's right. I, but I, mean, I do. We have Yoda and Kaddi Mundi and 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 Mace are all on the council, and those guys are yeah. stubborn as all hell. Yeah, that's true. That's but true. I do think uh, it's Murphy brings out. So I want to mention in the chat, Jedi Murphy brought up a good idea. Would Padme be kicked out of the Senate? Because she mentions that. A Jedi? Maybe. For, for marrying a Jedi. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like based on the Senate, you... I don't know. The Senate is made so corrupt in every piece of media that I think you can like, murder whoever you want. As long as you don't get caught <laughs> with blood on your hands, you're fine. Yeah. You have another world to back you. I will make it legal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, Lot Dodd didn't get kicked out, so I'm pretty sure Pad may be fine. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, cool. Yeah, I love I love that question. Say Charles. Oh no, yeah, I ahead, was man. I was just gonna say the more that I, I think about it, I really I do think that Obi Wan would attempt to help Anakin in some way, but he would not. <clears throat> He wouldn't turn a blind eye once once Anakin said to him like, "Hey, this is happening. Like, what you suspect is happening." He he couldn't let Anakin continue to be a Jedi, uh, and be in this relationship. But I do think he would try to help him. So he would yeah. he would get him out of the order, and he would be there for him, and he would be there for Padme and the child <laughs> or the children, as we know. Um, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't let those two worlds continue to to be happening yeah. in parallel. Okay, it's kind of like would... that uh, the the deserter episode of Clone Wars when we meet the clone that left and has the kid with the Twi'lek, right? And it's like, right. so it's that kind of existence where Rex is like, "I'm not going to rat you out, but I know this is wrong." So that kind of thing where Obi Wan is like, "I'm not going to tell them that they're on Naboo, but like Uncle Obi Wan will come and visit." 
yeah. and be cool. And at the yeah. same time, you know, Obi-Wan did defy the order whenever he went to uh, Mandalore <laughs> to go try to save Satine. Yeah. So, yeah, there yeah, actually is true. precedent for that for when there's someone that he truly, truly loves. Loves. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I would love to. I would love to. I don't. I don't know how you could really do this in live action, but I would love to see that idea at least explored in in the Obi Wan show, like where yeah, maybe he's sure. he's still he's still struggling with this idea of like, you know, what should I have done differently, you know? And uh, I, we we don't yet know the timeline of the new Obi Wan show. We don't know anything about it, but like, is it going to be like immediately after yeah. the Revenge oh, yeah. of the it's, Sith it's, or it's it's right after Revenge of the Sith? I think they said okay. it's uh it's basically the the exact timeline of the Kenobi book. Okay, okay. Well, okay. that's like that's like peak. It's uh, a perfect place to see some of this stuff explore. I would love to see. I don't know how you could do it in live action. I mean, they would have to get Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman involved, I suppose. If I don't know. That would be very interesting, though. That's that's one of my yeah, favorite. That. Ooh, actually, that's one of my uh, favorite questions. Speaking of that, uh, Corey, did you just get this news alert? Uh, they have a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just came through. Uh, they con- confirmed Star Wars has a truckload of cash. Yeah. So you know, maybe <laughs> it might work out. <laughs> maybe I would love to see Hayden Christensen brought. To a project. I don't even care what it is. I just want yeah. to see his face in something modern Star Wars because I feel like the I feel like the fan community owes it to him uh, because he was treated so poorly after yeah, after sure. the after the prequels. So I, I would really like to see see him in something. Like I don't care what it is. So that'd be cool. Love it. And now Natalie Portman still got it. I mean, she's still oh, yeah, doing she's movies awesome. and stuff. She's in all kinds of high profile stuff now. So she's incredible. Yeah, she's a great actress. Love Natalie Portman. Love, uh, love where we went on that. All right, couple, maybe one or two more. We're going, we're getting, we're getting to the point, and we we can do this forever, which is great because what Star Wars fans do. You talk about what ifs. Um, what if, uh, Darth Bane, which is technically canon now, right? Because it's Clone Wars. Um, what if Darth Bane doesn't establish the rule of two, and the Sith never totally collapsed and were secret for thousands of years what if they were a continuous dark side presence does it make the jedi stronger does it allow them not to be complacent or do they do you think that eventually so many so many dark side users would have overwhelmed them Hmm. i think uh i think the fact that the jedi don't have an enemy to stand against is what makes them weak in the in the prequel trilogy that's a cool Um, phrase yeah we we see uh because they're all involved, you know, the Jedi are, their entire order developed around keeping peace and and studying the Force and the balance of the Republic and defending the Republic and right. uh, maintaining the order of the Republic. So, like, you know, that's what they feel like their role is during their time. Like, while Mace Windu is alive and on the Council, like, like his role as the being on the Jedi Council is to defend the Republic. And the enemy of the Republic at the time is politics and dumb local stuff there is no higher power to defend against so you know you they they invent an enemy if they don't have one that's what they did right. so that's that's why they're that's why they're so caught up in the bureaucracy bullshit so so maybe they're a little stronger maybe they actually yeah. become a better council if they have a united enemy that's totally possible well, they're, Charles, they're, what do you think? there's certainly less bickery in the old yes. books and stuff <laughs> yeah because you gotta argue with each other you're right if you can't unite which is kind of like one of the things about the clone wars like they do unite against a common enemy right so there's less of the politicizing mm-hmm. charles west thoughts 
You're going to have to re reiterate the question. What if Darth Bane doesn't establish the rule of two? And the Sith just... The Sith Empire stays going, um, and that storyline just goes from there. I mean, there would essentially be two factions, but... Two factions, two furious, yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, um, and there'd be corruption in both. There would be pretty much... They would pretty much both have the same struggles, right? But then there would be a, a theory of who's good and who's bad, right? Mm -hmm, who's, mm -hmm. who's light and who's dark as different points of view of their society and the Jedi society. So I think... God, I think it'd be way more complicated than just having. Yeah, it's hard two... to. Yeah, it's really hard to even address because like yeah. everything that we know about the saga is like is from that point. So right. Well, it's it's funny because one of the other questions I had that I'm not going to do a full one because it kind of combines with this is what if Lucas set Star Wars at the beginning in the High Republic era? So if we started mm -hmm. out with peace and and like you know the absence of darkness as opposed to the chaos of <clears throat> the Galactic Republic, like. What's interesting it, it, about that question is there's mm -hmm. there is a thread between those two uh between those two eras and that's Yoda. And so we we don't really yeah. or at least I haven't seen anything about Yoda in the High Republic yet. Eric, I know you're working on some of the material already. I ain't but saying nothing I know except you for pre-order. <laughs> pre yeah, but I <laughs> I think it's really interesting to think about like how did the Jedi become what they are and, and Yoda was kind of at least had to be a driving force behind making those changes. So what led sure. to those changes? And if there were Sith that he was seeing throughout that entire time period, would he have made those changes or not? And the question is impossible, but I, I really like what Corey had to say. I think that's, that's probably true. I mean, the problem with the Jedi is that they didn't have Sith around. So right. I don't know. What would have happened with Palpatine if there was no rule of two? Would he have been in the position of power that he was? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. And then know. Jenny Murphy brings up a good point. You know, there isn't necessarily a lack of dark side just because there aren't Sith. There's still plenty of evil deeds in the galaxy. That's for sure. Yeah. Right? I mean, we mm -hmm. see that. Yeah, people not in, using their um, turn signal, like all kinds of stuff. <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible things like that. But I think that's a great point. You know, that's that's one of the big questions about human history, too, is that, you know, a common enemy does unite people, but also at what cost? And, mm. you know, there is. I don't know. There's, there's no, there is no complete answer, and I think that's one of the interesting things about the saga is that the more it expands with the High Republic, with the Old Republic, with the the aftermath of the Civil War, with the prequel trilogy, the sequel trilogy, we see all kinds of different evolutions of of light versus dark conflicts, and it's going to keep continuing. And if you want to see that continuation, you got to pre-order the High Republic books coming out in January, and it came <laughs> back to that. Um, and that's actually, I, you know what, I could, I could talk with you guys for hours about questions like this, and we will. I think every once in a while we'll come back. We'll do an episode like this just to talk about, just to talk about Star Wars, which is hilarious because that's what we do every week. <laughs> um, but if you're listening and this is the kind of stuff you want to hear more from, let us know. Head over to Discord, ha give us some questions, uh, have some chats with us. Because at the end of the day, we're just a bunch of friends that like Star Wars and like to talk about it. And I want to thank you guys for going on those, uh, those journeys with me. And uh, I'm now sad. I'm sad every day there's not more Qui-Gon content because of life um, or lack thereof, I guess, there would be uh, more accurate. <laughs> um, but 
We have our imaginations. So as we end this show tonight, a couple updates for our audience. Next week, we will be going through, from a certain point of view, The Empire Strikes Back. This will be not our traditional roundtable. We will be instead going through our favorite stories. We'll be saying what ones we love the most, what kind of characters really hit us for different reasons. So if you haven't read the book and don't want to be spoiled, maybe read through a couple chapters before you listen to that one. Or if you've been meaning to get to it and you don't mind it, tune in next week. Week after that will be the Utini Awards, where we will be awarding... Uh, books and creators and scenes as voted on by our staff and the community. So tune into the video show for that one, especially there may be funny suits. There may be funny gags. I don't know. It's been going on in Slack channels that I'm not a part of. <laughs> and then uh, after that, we do have the Utini Christmas party on the 28th where everyone uh, from our team that is available will be hanging out. We'll be exchanging our secret Santa gifts. We get each other just having a rollicking good fun time to, to end this year. That was uh Long. It was a long year. So we excited <laughs> to celebrate there. Uh, and in the meantime, of course, head over to our Patreon feed where you're getting, at this point, seven shows uh, being released periodically. Lightspeed Skipping is on hiatus, but there are seven other unique shows, including this one, uh, that are being released about everything from Legends to the modern canon to deep dives into weird obnoxious content to friends chatting about literally anything to book clubs to rebels i'm i'm really proud of everything the team is putting together over on there so make sure you're you're subscribed to there for the next full year of amazing content we got coming your way and lastly for our last update a shout out to james um and our utini fantasy league because he locked in the number one spot james I hate the Patriots. Um, I'm jealous of you. Uh, but well done. The Utini playoffs are coming. Wish me luck, everyone. I'm getting in there by the skin of my teeth. Thoughts and prayers appreciated. And on that note, my friends, that'll do it for this week's episode of The Living Force. If you're already supporting us on Patreon, head over to Discord right now. Join us for the Aftermath After Show to hang out for the after party. A special thank you to Cheryl Bell, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council. And Kyle Hickman, Elizabeth Cloutier, Freddie C., and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command for their amazing support of Utini and everything we do here. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Eric Eilerson. Corey is at DocStarWarsMD. Charles is at C. Henkel. Wes is at Boss Wes. A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor. Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire. And Wes, our producer, community manager, and host. Thank you to Corey, Charles, and Wes for podcasting with me tonight. Thank you to all of you in the chat for hanging out. And as always, may the force be with you. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Code. Embrace it. Live by it. And above all, trust in the living force. That's all for this week. Join our community and surround yourself with like-minded fans by visiting us online at utini.com. Until next time, may the force be with you.